So serious podcast, Brandon, Mike, and Devin are back. We took a week off uh, to get some shit done, but we are back for another episode to talk all this movie and TV pop culture goodness. Uh, Mike, what's been going on? Uh, I, are we doing the nerdy thing right now? Is that what we're doing? Mike, yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I uh, I know you don't like when I talk about my diving, but I did a dive-related activity today. I, I never said I didn't um, like it. I just said it was super white. I did well, I went, to a, um, I went to a... I went to a... I decided today that the humans are just terrible people. Um, it's, just not, it's not that? just white people anymore. It's not... It's not. A, it's just everybody. Everybody's terrible. Um, I went to a... Uh, I went to a screening. So they do... My dive shop does these happy hours every month. And I went to one today, and it was at the Environmental Film Festival in D.C. And uh, it was like a uh, documentary about the illegal and illicit shark fin trading industry uh, on the black market. And this dude, first of all, it's all over the place. There are, like, people apparently who, who, like, have all this shark, and then they have so much extra of it that they don't know what to do with. And he was like... They literally, and I didn't believe him until he proved it. He was like, they literally just take this this shark and just mislabel it as something else, and then they just sell it to people or they put it in your food. And I'm like, that's not true. And then he like tested all these products in like stores, and he like he tested dog food and makeup and fast food burgers, and they all had trace amounts of shark DNA in them. And I'm like, this is crazy. Why is people? This is ridiculous. It was nuts. How does that make you feel? I thought you were going to tell me something about diving. That is, well, it was a, it was an event, but he was like, he actually, um, so he made this video and he did all, he like, he did two things. Like he's trying to expose the, like what I just said. And then he also like is trying to diffuse the stigma that sharks are these violent killing machines that are just going to eat you. So he was a big diver and he took his camera equipment underwater. Um, and God, I actually died. It was really sad. Um, but the guy, the, the guy, it was, his name was, um, Rob, um, Stewart, Rob Stewart. How'd he Big die? Time. He was using, uh, a rebreather and it's some dangerous, some very difficult equipment that, that people use underwater. I, I don't, I don't think it's for me. It requires a lot of training and a lot of proper care and handling. It's, it recycles the air. The Navy SEALs use it because it doesn't make bubbles. Like when I take, when I exhale my breath, bubbles come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Navy SEALs use it because it doesn't uh, make bubbles and it allows you to stay under for like six or seven hours. What? It's ideal for photography. Like I could see it recycles the air that you use. It, it There's no depth limit. There's no like, there's a, there's a lot of benefits. Not really for someone like me who's a recreational diver, but if you're like a photographer for Nat Geo and you're or something, and you, I know there's a lot of a lot of incidents involving injuries or death while diving. A lot of them are because of rebreathers. Um, so what happened? So he died. He he actually like it's in the documentary. He was filming for the. He's made three movies. This is his third one, and he's like at the end of the documentary, he's like, "This is our last." Uh, literally the last dive of the sh- of the footage of the footage he needs. He just needed to get footage of one more animal, a very rare. It's called the sawtooth, I think, shark. It's got a interesting looking mouth, pretty deep. He did it. He went down there and he like got the footage and he actually came back up and he signaled to everyone that he was okay and the the other divers got on the boat and then they looked up, they turned around and he was just gone. He uh and then his body was found three days like he just disappeared and his body was found three days later and the medical examiner said he suffered from hypoxia. Which is, you know what that is, right? No. When you come up for air too fast, right? Uh, no, that's the that's the bends. Okay. He, hypoxia is like if you're in a like an airplane, like a pressurized area, and the, the air in the 
the oxygen in the air starts to like go away you start to like suffocate even though you can breathe you know what i mean like it's let me get more i, I don't know how to describe it okay we get the um, point uh the bot it's deprived of oxygen basically and you know he just didn't i guess he the chemical mixture in his in his rebreather was wrong and he ended up dying it's really I, sad but i, I guess that, that um, um i guess that documentary really take your breath away Oh, that wasn't the only <laughs> thing I did, though. That wasn't the only thing I did, though. I wanted mm-hmm. to tell you that after watching... I watched Into the Spider-Verse real late in the game, like a month ago, and I've been on this fix, like, listening to the soundtrack or whatever, and I went to my comic shop, and I subscribed to Miles Morales and Gwen, Spider-Gwen, um, and I'm getting into it, and I love it. Hold on, hold on. You haven't been reading Miles Morales this entire time? No. Oh, my God, Mike. What so I bought a bunch of Miles books. I bought like um I bought like some of the graphic novels like the first time he and Peter crossed over and I bought the Spider-Verse which is really expensive. It's like a huge book. It was like 60 bucks. Um and then I bought, bought like the hard, a few of the hardcover. Yeah, the big big spider You know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah. big Spider-Verse book. Yeah, I read yeah, it, it was... while it was happening. I was reading the stories while it was happening. It's yeah, a good story. It's a good story. It, it is. I mean, it's very entertaining. So that's the other thing that I uh, uh, Devin, what about you? What have you been up to? Um, flying these friendlies, guys. And uh, today I got a good workout with my cousin. He almost died, uh, but I'm glad he's on the road to fitness. Um, we saw us this week and we saw um, Shazam, so that was cool. Uh, my birthday is tomorrow, uh, March 25th. Happy birthday, so, Devin. Uh, getting ready for a birthday, yeah. Yeah, that was it was cool. Um Suzanne was cool. We're gonna do a review on that. Us was cool. We're gonna do a review on that. Definitely need to see it again, definitely. Um, Mike, have you been reading any comic books? Uh aside from the Miles one, um, I mean I've been I've been with the same, you know, on par with Green. Uh Green Arrow's over, I think. Yes, Green and, Arrow's uh, over. Flash, I thought it was going to be 100 like the rest. Flash and Batman and Doomsday Clock, which you still need to read, and you need to read The Watchmen. Um, other comics? I mean, Cat, I'm, on, I'm on the Catwoman run. I don't know if you guys are. It's pretty good. Um, Devin, I mean, Mike, um, are you? have you been watching The Flash? No, and I, want, I need to oh now my because they're the best... Godspeed, right? It's I know, the best I know, season. No, I, this time... No, this time I heard it's really good. I just haven't. Yes, it's I have better to like than... actually sit down. See, the the issue is now. Um, I I can't. It's hard to catch up now because I I haven't watched a single episode from this season, and I need to find. You haven't watched one episode. I watched the first episode halfway through, oh, and then I stopped. Oh my god! My... But I need to. I don't know where I can watch it now because online. Um, online you have to yeah, use well, other I... means. No other means. Yeah. Because. <laughs> You're too, you're too, um, head, stead, what am I looking for? Headstrong to watch something that's fucking great. Flash has been so great in the last episode. They're, they're going on break and it's so good because they finally revealed Nora's whole plan. I mean, like, not her plan, Watch but what, there. what she was up to. And, uh, so, uh, so good. Cicada's been such a great villain. Uh, you gotta, you gotta watch. Y'all two need to watch that shit. So I, I watched a couple episodes, but like didn't watch the whole season. So I mean, I definitely understand the goodness you're talking about. But um, yeah, I'm still not gonna watch. You'll watch it. You don't do you when you're sitting in the back of that plane. Just turn it on. I have a job to do, sir. I'm there for safety. Not the end. I'm there for safety, sir. No, when you're strapped in. I'm there for safety. No. I fly a C a lot, so I'm in the front of the plane where people are like looking right in my face. Oh, you so, fly yeah, in the front. Yeah. So you need to sit in the back when nobody's looking at you. It when, sounds good. When you're cruising and you got about 20, you got about an hour to spend like a cross-country trip. And you got about an hour to do nothing in between food and drink and peanuts. Sit there. Pretzels. We don't serve peanuts anymore. Turn on the fucking flash <laughs> and watch some good television. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. Y'all are very y'all are disappointed me. We're supposed to be experts. We're supposed to be the people. Okay, people it's listen. Harder. People listen it's to getting, us because I guess they getting, value our opinion. And then y'all don't watch shit. 
You're right. It's getting harder and harder to be an expert when there's like 40 comic book shows that I want to watch. So the watch them all. Just break them down. You don't I, do shit, Mike. You go to work and then you have all the other hours of the day to do nothing. I haven't been home for a weekend since this weekend. Yeah, because like you decided to do some extra white shit and go fucking camping in the snow. How that was that? Was, oh, that was cold. That was cold. <laughs> yeah, no we, shit. We actually were sitting there, like, freezing our asses off around the fire, and we were like, all right, next time we do this, it's going to be in June, and we're going to go on the beach. We found a campsite on a beach, and that's what we're going to do next time. Typical. No bugs, no bear. Uh, there'll be bugs, but no bears. Did you see a bear? No, nah, we definitely probably heard one, though, from inside. From inside what? Big Mike. Mike slept with a hatchet right next to him. He's like, I'm a Did y'all sleep bear. in the tent? Really... Yeah, we did. What the fuck? Oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. Not a bad thing. Yes. Did sorry. you watch The Revenant, Mike? No. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio got fucked up by a bear. Me and Big Mike are about to start the Umbrella Academy, though. You should. It's really good. Uh, I enjoy the fuck out of it. it. I'm going to start that, too, along with Star Trek Discovery. I already started um, rewatching Cloak and Dagger, so we'll see. We'll talk, I'll, I should be calling. I gotta get on that back. too. I'm behind on Doom Patrol, and I'm behind on what else? You're behind on everything. I'm behind on behind on Arrow, Flash, Doom Patrol. Just shaking my head. Okay, before we get on to the news, uh, we gotta talk about the week in Twitter. So, Mike is usually oblivious to anything that's happening in the real world. Uh, Not true. Because he lives well, in his own city. world that I don't know what the hell be going on. So, Mike, did you hear about the college admission scandal? Yes, with Becky. Yes. yes Look at you. Aha. Yes. Aha. So, what, what do you think about that? Well, I, I mean, it's kind of annoying. I mean, I'm not really one to talk because, like, you know, I, let me just say from this perspective. I have friends who paid their way through school and who are in debt. I, got, I know people I work with who are, like, in their 40s and still paying off their college tuition, and they had to work really hard for it. And then you have something like that. So it's not good. I mean, even, you know, for the, I – are you guys still there? Can you hear me? I mean, yeah, we yes. hear you. Go ahead. It's like, I I don't know. I, I From what I understand, they basically were like, here's $500,000, I think it was. Like, no, them. no. So you, you missed out. Yeah, you missed the story. You got to start reading these articles, Mike. I do. Being up on world news. You're an adult now, okay? You're a college graduate. You got a good job. Now you got to get aware. So essentially what was happening was these, these rich people were taking a part in a, a scheme with a group of people. Uh, this, this guy, William Singer, who was like, he ran this college prep company. And basically he would do all types of things to defraud uh, the schools. And sometimes the schools were, uh, sometimes it looks like the schools knew about it and sometimes it doesn't look like they knew about it. But he would do things like, uh, at one point he, he had this, he paid off this SAT uh, administrator, like this person who's given oh. the SAT test. Yeah, I heard about that. And yeah. so it arranged for one of the girls to go to take the test there so they could, like, cheat for her score. They would Photoshop them pictures of their children on athletes and claim they played sports that they never played before so that they could get in that way uh, and all types of stuff like that. And it's just, it's frustrating because – there's a lot of people who work really, really hard to get into school uh, of all races and colors and backgrounds and to have just some rich people just jump over them, especially in a way like this, is really fucked up. Because, I mean, this has always been happening. Super rich people have always just like, I'm going to donate a wing to this science building or I'm going to give you a donation to help build this art building. And when you do that, you can't able to get into that school, right? But these people didn't have that kind of money. So, but you know they what were I don't understand, rich. though? Yes, go ahead. Is what do they expect, like, what do these parents expect their kids are going to do after school? I'm under the impression, I mean, maybe whatever it is that they, whatever it is that the parents do, maybe the child is supposed to fall in the footsteps and they just need some arbitrary degree to justify their qualifications. No, they been quote. Fine. Listen, they would have been fine without it. 
And That's what I'm saying. a lot of them kids didn't even want to go to school. Here's what I think yeah. as a black person. A lot of it has to do with upholding white privilege. It's this idea that, and the reason why I say that is you because. You need to have a degree? No, because so many black people. Mike, you've heard, I'm, you went to Catholic University and you were around um, conservative people at that school. That school has a disproportionately amount of conservatives than a lot of colleges have. And so I'm sure you've heard people talk about affirmative action and like putting people in because of their color, right? And so a lot of people think that black people get into some of these schools because of affirmative action. And they're just like, oh, we got to meet this quota, so I'm going to put this black person there. And so those black people are, caught, are constantly having to fight back and push back to prove their worth in college uh, because they don't want to be seen as the person that was just put there because of their skin. When in reality, these are the people that you should be mad at, the people who don't want to be there or aren't smart enough to be there, but are put there because their parents are rich. Now, the parents are depriving their children. Like, I feel bad for some of these kids because they're basically saying, like, look, I need you to know above else that you are still the best, even when you're not the best. You can't just be mediocre, right? You have to be supreme. You have to be better than these other people. And so I'm going to do whatever it takes and not tell you so that you can think that you made it there. There's a cartoon that uh, I say that depicts, like, privilege. And it's like it's like these two families. And, like, one of the families is going, like, works. The parents work two jobs. And, like, the other family, um, they don't work two jobs. And they, they do just fine. So they're able to spend more time with them. And it, it, go, it keeps going down. It's like... Uh, Richard's parents are doing okay. Paula's parents are not so much. Richard's house is warm and dry. His shelves are full of books and his fridge is full of food. Paula's house is full of people and not much else. It's damp and noisy and she keeps getting sick. Richard's parents will do anything for their baby. And they show a picture of him like helping them out with their homework or something like that. And it's like Paula's parents will do, and so are Paula's. That's why they're working two jobs. Richard goes to a great school, well-resourced, good kids. His teachers love their job. Paula's school, the class sizes are large. The school is underfunded and looks it. The teachers are tired, stretched, from, stretched too thin from the stress. And it says, uh, so maybe we can see why the expectations set for Richard. And so there's a picture of Richard. Richard got a B plus and his parents are talking to him. And they're like, B plus? Oh, dear, we need to get you a tutor. And then with Paula, she got a B. And her parents are like, might be slightly different to those set for Paula. B, hey, not that bad. And over the years, all these little differences, uh, and they show a picture of Richard just chilling because his parents are paying for college. And it shows Paula in school, but she's also working as a dishwasher uh, while she's going to school. And they said they start to add up to build into something bigger. And then Richard's dad's talking to him, and it says, I have friends working there. I'll have a word and get you an internship. And Richard says, thanks. And then on Paula's side, her parent is kind of sick, and she's like, you should be finishing your studies, not looking after me. And Paula's like, Dad, you're sick. And because each little difference sneaks by unnoticed, uh, Paul, Richard goes to get a loan. He gets approved. Paula doesn't get the loan. And basically, then maybe Richard starts to believe that he deserves to be on top of himself, that he did it all by himself. Oh, you're Roger's boy, right? I've heard good things. Keeping my eye on you. And... Um, the other person's like, oh, you got the job, but I'm watching you, sweetie. And then Richard gets a big promotion. And then at the end, and so here's the thing. The whole point is about privilege, and it relates to this, and that's fine. And it's, that's the, what people work for. Like, you work to be a parent so that you can provide better for your kids. So all that's fine. The problem with that is is when you don't teach your kid that these are things that everybody else doesn't have and that you're lucky to have it and that you be, should be appreciative. Because the last uh, panel is Richard, and he's like, somebody said, uh, excuse me, uh, what's your key to success? And he said, less whining, more hard work, I say. I'm sick of people asking for handouts. No one ever handed me anything on the plate when all those other things happen for him, right? And that's that's the example, right? So when you do this and you don't tell your kids that you're doing this, it deprives them of of achieving something on their own, but it also makes them feel like they are better than you. And so they, your parents get you into school. They pay millions of dollars or half a million dollars to get you there. You don't know that. You think you earned your way in. 
they, they might be paying on the side while you're there to keep you above float. And then you graduate, you get a degree, they hook you up with a job, and then you get this plus six-figure job, and you're looking to, and then you go and you vote for Republicans, and you say you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, blah, 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 affirmative action's bad, no handouts, no Social Security, no welfare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because you think you did it all on your own, when in fact, you really didn't do anything on your own. So that, that thing was kind of uh, shitty to a lot of people. Because uh, it's just a microcosm of what's life like for a lot of students. So there's that. That got deep. Thank you, sir. It wasn't that deep. All right, let's get into these news. Um, Captain Marvel soars past another major box office milestone. Captain Marvel continues to rise higher, further, and faster at the box office on its way to $1 billion. Uh, this week it passed 800 million let me see probably 87 million this weekend to 910 million dollars so guess what that means mike the fanboys are going to be or the bro flakes are going to lose yes and it's going to make a billion dollars well i think we all knew that was going to happen i mean i was actually looking at the uh like marvel numbers like recently uh actually yesterday and it's like most of their movies now are going to start making a billion dollars I mean, uh, like, I think it's so the, the first one that made a billion was Avengers, and then it didn't happen again, I think, until Avengers 2 and then Civil War, and the, the frequency just gets higher, and then it was Black Panther, and then it was Infinity War, and then it was Captain Marvel, and then it'll be Endgame. Yeah, you, you might be right about that. Uh, so, yeah, that movie was good. It's making all the money. Uh, I'm glad to see it. Uh, the Marvel Dis- I mean, the Fox Disney deal is officially done. Uh, Mike, what are you most looking forward to with that deal being done? Uh, the X-Men. Okay. Definitely the X-Men. And then the Fantastic Four villains. I like the Fantastic mean, and the Fantastic Four, but I think I would, you know, Fantastic Four villains are going to be the only ones, I think, that can, uh, like, follow up Thanos. Okay. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So you want to see Doom or you want to see Galactus? Doom, Galactus. I'd see Kang. Kang, Kang would be cool. Conqueror. I'd rather see those. Yeah, Kang. Yo, Kang is my um, man, yo. I love Kang's, uh, like, soliloquies and, and the way he, he breaks his shit down. I like Kang. And so do you think they're going to keep anybody uh, from the X-Men universe that's in there now? No, but I wouldn't be opposed if they kept, like, yeah, I like McAvoy and I like Fassbender and their respective roles. Although I think, you know, there needs to be some different writing going on <laughs> with the way that works. Um, you got to scrap the whole thing. Speaking yeah. of James, I don't really like. Oh, I don't okay. really like Sophie Turner. Oh, sorry. No, no go ahead, Mike. I don't like her as uh, as Jean. She's awful. Uh, yeah, I don't really like. I haven't seen uh, the new Storm. I haven't seen enough of her yet to judge Nightcrawler. I, uh, I mean, I don't know. Go. She could definitely go. Mike. You wouldn't care if she got replaced? No. Uh, actually, I want her to get replaced. Fuck her. Uh, speaking okay. of James McAvoy, uh, if James McAvoy is out as Professor X, he got a DC villain he'd like to play. Take a guess who he would like to play. Mike. Mike. The Riddler. How'd you know that? You saw it? I saw the article. Oh, my God. What do you think about James McAvoy as the Riddler? I'm about it. It would work. Uh, yeah, I saw him playing Split. Yeah, he, he could play a crazy person. He definitely could play a crazy person very well. And the Riddler is absolutely a crazy person. By the way, McAvoy's not bad as Professor X. They just wasted him, just like they waste everybody else over there, uh, except Ryan Reynolds. So, we'll I see. like Hugh Jackman, except for Logan. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman. I mean, Hugh Jackman was fine. Those are, those are his movies, though. You know, they're not like. I mean, he's fine. He, he was fine as Wolverine. He put in. A, he he gave maximum effort. I give him that. I just think Logan should have been someone a little bit shorter and more gruffy, and not the beautiful, tall Hugh Jackman. Uh, all right. Let me see what else we got here. Uh, I sent Mike this. Um, Marvel Television auctions Daredevil's costume, Electra, Psy, and more. Mike, I sent you this article. Would anything on that list would be something that you would want to bid on? Yeah, all of it. I what? I can't afford it. 
I think you. I, I knew you would want Daredevil's cow, but. I mean, mostly no. It's the whole suit, and I would definitely that'd be the one I would want. But I'm not, I can't afford. You that. should get. You should bid on it, Mike. Bid what? Fifty dollars. What about uh, his baton? All that stuff's gonna sell for thousands of dollars. Maybe not all of it. Nelson. What about the Nelson and Murdoch sign? That's dope. I, I could, yeah, it's, I'd rather have the suit though. I, yeah, I, you, you wouldn't even be able to fit in the suit. I wouldn't wear it. I'd put it on display in my bedroom because I don't have anywhere else to put it. That's so you're not you're not feeling the, the Luke Cage uh, the Luke Cage uh, bullet bulletproof shot up hoodie. You're not feeling that. My biggest problem with Luke Cage is that they gave him they gave Diamond uh was it Diamond they gave Diamond back the suit that Luke definitely should have wore. That yellow shirt that didn't have any bullet damage. I saw that and I was like, Oh good, in season two he'll probably be like, I should have that and he never did, so I don't care about his hoodie. I didn't care about Luke Cage season one. I didn't like it. Um, he should have got his yet. Well, I don't know what the Netflix shows were like. I don't know what what they were thinking. Why they wanted to like not have them because wear because they were trying to be grounded like you like Mike. But I also like their suits. Uh, that's true. I mean, the Daredevil suit was good. Um. All right. Um. Speaking of Marvel, have you been seeing uh the the back and forth with uh. My two favorites, Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson on Twitter. Mike. Yes. I saw they shared memes with each other. So there's this whole thing going on Twitter where people are shipping Valkyrie and Captain Marvel, which would be cool uh, because they kind of alluded to Valkyrie being a lesbian in Thor Ragnarok. And so a lot of people are doing fan art with Carol and Tessa and some 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 girl made this fan art, and Brie Larson was like, "We cute, Tessa." And then Tessa was like, "Yeah, we so cute." And then there was another one this other week that Tessa said the same thing that she found with somebody else. Um, so, Mike, would you be surprised if at some point in the movies they do put those two together? I don't know if I would be surprised. Uh, I mean, be fine with me. Uh, is is Carol Danvers? A lesbian? No. Well, what does that I matter? Don't... Oh no! Oh no! I, I was, I was, I didn't, I didn't know. In the comic books, no. Yeah. No, she was hooked. She hooked up with Wonder Man. She was with. She had a thing with Tony. One night stand with Tony. Nope. She. They kind of forced this thing with her and Rhodey when Rhodey died in Civil War Two, and apparently she was in love with Rhodey. Um. So yeah, she's had uh, a bunch of different um, love interests. Love interests over the years. Uh, she had this one dude who ended up being like this Cree spy that she didn't know about that got killed. It, yeah, it was a lot of stuff for her. Um, all right, yeah, so I'm definitely in for that. Uh, I wish Stephanie and Charmaine was on because they could have some more depth because Mike's being really short with his words today, and so is Devin. Uh, what you want me to no, talk not. about? I can talk about anything you want to talk about. Spe- yeah, same. Speaking of Valkyrie, Marvel Comics announces a Valkyrie series. <laughs> From Jason Aaron and Al Ewan. And let me tell you something. That's going to be everything. If y'all are not reading Jason Aaron's Thor run, it is fucking incredible. You need to go back. I don't even know how many years. He's been writing it for a few years. Before, before, right be, right before, um, what's her name, Mike? What's, what's, what's Thor's Jane? Girl? Jane. Right before Jane became Thor. Like the mighty Thor, read that shit all the way through, and then all the way through, and Odin's son came back, and then now they're about to do the War of the Realms. This dude, man, is telling in fucking incredible story. Like it is incredible this this story that he's telling, and um, yeah. So Valkyrie's getting a series. That's cool. I mean, that's dope. Um, She's getting that comic book series or like a TV series. No, comic book series. Okay. Uh, and Jason Aaron looks like Jason Aaron's gonna be writing this, so he's still writing that Thor universe shit. Which is like that's just right in his wheelhouse, Mike. I'm telling you, go read Jason Aaron Thor. You'll love it. It's good. Do you think Thor can have some resurgence uh, in this MCU, like this this next phase, or like where where is Thor at in this next phase? I think Thor's gonna stick around. I don't think all the originals are gonna die off. I don't think he's gonna get another movie, uh, at least not anytime soon. But I think he'll show up in other people's movies. 
Uh, speaking of that, so there's rumors that so the so basically right now for Phase Four, what people are thinking is that you got Spider-Man: Far From Home. That's the first one in Phase Four. You got a Black Widow movie. You got the Eternals movie. And there was one more. I think Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2, uh, another Avengers movie. Um, Warlocks. Who? Warlocks uh, was on that. No, that shit was fake. Okay. Yeah, so there's this thing. That's what I was going to say. There's this thing going around with like the announced four movies. Those are not real. Okay? They're not real. They're not doing an Adam... They're not doing an Adam Warlock movie. Adam Warlock is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three. They're not doing. Well, let me go. Let me pull that sh- that shit up. Uh, let's see, Marvel Phase Four. Let me tell you how ridiculous these things are. These images are. All right. Spider Man Dimensions. That's not happening. It's trash. Black Panther Secret <laughs> Empire. They're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel and the Valkyries. Come on. What are you talking about? They haven't even met yet. <laughs> the Thunderbolts? No. <laughs> Ant-Man versus the Masters of Evil? No, they're not doing that. You might see the Masters of Evil, not in Ant-Man. Nova, yes. Kevin Feige said that they, they are do, doing yeah. a Nova movie, so that will be happening. Warlock? No. He's not getting his own movie. The Wasp Escape from the Microverse? No. I mean, that could happen, but no. She's not even in the Microverse. So, I mean, they, I mean, I guess they could do that, but no. That's... None of those movies are happening. So if you see that or you hear people saying these are the movies that are coming out, no. The only thing that's confirmed so far is Spider-Man Far From Home, The Eternals, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, Black Widow. Um, That's it. And Nova at some point. There'll be another Captain Marvel movie. One of these, I don't think we'll see an X-Men type movie until 2021. One at the earliest, I'm guessing. I don't think we're going to see an X-Men or a Fantastic Four movie before then. Is it possible we see their characters show up somewhere? Maybe. I just I just doubt it. It's going to it's gonna take a while to develop those scripts and cast all those people. Uh, so don't don't get your hopes up for those things. I want Kraven to show up in, in the MCU after Spider-Man Far From Home. Well, here's the thing. Home. Ryan Coogler wanted Kraven to be the villain in Black Panther 1. Originally, before he settled on Killmonger. Craven. Yeah, he went Craven. That'd actually be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, been... it's entirely possible that you could see him in like Black Panther too. I saw I saw someone someone had this uh, this post that was like, what should happen is Far From Home should do its thing, and and then Craven should not be involved, but they should just show clips of some guy just like watching Spider Man as he's like you know doing his thing, just like subtly like peering, you know, just like taking notes and like. Observing his fight styles, I think that'd be awesome, but I don't think it would happen. Uh, yeah, they could do that. That's not a bad idea, actually. Um, just wait, foreshadow him for a while. I don't, I don't like that they're not using any of his villains. Like they were like, we don't want to use any villains that have already been used, but like all the best ones were used. Yeah, that makes sense. We've seen Doc Ock. We've seen. Yeah, um, but I want to see the Marvel Doc Ock. We the MCU know. MCU Doc. Um, will we? Yeah, we will at some point. Uh, Greg Berlanti. Venom? What about Venom? What are we gonna do there? Uh, fuck Venom. Yeah. How about that? That's not. No, that's I, not I, what I want to see want for MCU a while. I want MCU Venom. No. Not for a while. They're not getting. Sony made eight hundred million dollars on Venom, so they think that movie was good. So guess what? That's gonna be a Venom too. Through Sony, that has nothing to do with MCU. Um, Greg Berlanti teases Batwoman's timeline. Executive producer Greg Berlanti. He is the person who basically oversees all the CW Arrowverse shows. Recently spoke to Deadline about the upcoming pilot, which will star Ruby Rose as the fan favorite Kid Crusader. While Batwoman made a television debut as a fully formed hero in last December's Elseworld crossover, Berlanti hinted that the pilot will cover a story that takes place well before that. The origin story that we set up predates the crossover, Berlanti revealed. It's a story prior to the crossover. While it's unclear exactly how much the pilot will be pre-Elseworlds, the notion that Kate Kane origin story will be shown on screen is certainly interesting. Uh, so, Mike, what do you think about them doing a origin story in the pilot and not just picking up with her as a superhero? I'm fine with that. It's it's better that way. That. It's better that way because it, it gives, is better uh, that way. It gives us its own. A lot of people don't know anything about her anyway, so right. This would be a good opportunity for people to like. And she's got a really interesting. Have you been reading Detective Comics? I stopped reading it once James Tenney stopped writing. Is it still good? 
I think so. I'm a bit behind, but she had this like whole like I don't want to say identity. Like her loyalties were tested. She's an interesting character. Is what I'll say. Yeah. I mean, she's better than Batman. I'll say it. I'll fucking say it, Mike. <laughs> I'll never say that. That's impossible. Mike, did you? No one's you, you and Devin are haters, and y'all don't watch Supergirl. Did y'all see Lex Luthor on Supergirl? I uh, did nope. not. Yeah, Lex Luthor showed up on Supergirl last week. Oh, was the actor good that played Lex he, Luthor? He was good. Okay. And he manipulated Lena Luthor because he was dying of this sickness, and Lena Luthor was working on this cure. That's his her brother, cousin? Who her was, sister. His sister. Okay. Half sister, and um, he basically got her. He basically shot Jimmy Olsen, uh, so that she could test the cure on him first to make sure that it worked before he put it in his body because he's Lex Luthor, he's trash. <laughs> uh, and now, and now they are teasing. Well, a lot of people want to see him in that green suit. So, Mike. Because I know that you're a sexist, misogynist, huge person. I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding, Mike. I'm kidding. Are you now going to watch Supergirl because you know Lex Luthor is on the show? No. What a hater. You're such a sexist, misogynist person. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Uh, I'll be that guy that doesn't watch that show on Sunday as well. Are we going to watch it today? What about, yeah, it? Is Devin a sexist, misogynistic person? Well, we already established that. Yeah, a long time ago. I ain't shit. Never been um, sure. But no, Supergirl, <laughs> Supergirl is really good. They haven't had a bad episode this season. Not a single I, one. I agree with you. I, I when I when I when you're watching it, I do watch it. But uh, watch it by myself, can't do it. Can't do it. It's fucking great. Uh, okay, here's here's right up Mike's alley. Gotham, Mike's favorite, one of Mike's favorite shows. Favorite show. Uh, Gotham. Bruce Wayne unveils a treasure trove of utility belt style gadgets. So they gave your boy Did a utility belt. Did you see belt. that thing that I sent you guys? Did you see the thing I sent you guys? Uh, the trailer for the new season? Did you watch it? No. No. It already, why, why would I watch that? Where? It looks horrible because it was hilarious. They showed Bane. Yeah, they, I just saw that. They did Bane's origin story this last episode or something like that. Mike. It's such a bad show. Aren't you excited that he has his utility belt now? No. I don't care about Gotham. I hate Gotham. You pretend. I see people... I think what? you secretly watch Gotham. You just don't want to admit it on the show. Uh, I do not watch Gotham. I haven't watched Gotham in a couple of years. It's so... The first two seasons were not that bad. The rest of it has been terrible. I see all these people on the comment sections of twice, uh, Facebook and Twitter. Really, I don't know. I understand all the hate for this show. It's so good. I love it. And I'm just like, it's terrible. It's so bad. They, they just mess everything up. The timeline is messed up. All of his villains appeared before he even thought about it. It's just dumb. All right, so comicbook.com did a list of uh, MCU villains, properties that they own uh, now, that are big enough to be as big as Thanos after Avengers Endgame. So Kevin Feige came out and said that the first 22 movies are what they call the Infinity Saga. So he gave it a... A name, like a trade paperback, which is cool. That makes perfect sense. And so after Endgame is the last movie in the Infinity Saga, and so we'll be starting the next saga of movies uh, coming up after that. Uh, so, Mike, out of this list... How, how, how much do you think that, that uh, Infinity Saga is going to cost when they package it all together? Mm, I don't know. I'm buying it. <laughs> how much would you pay for it? Like, would you... Is it 200 it depends. If they make it in this cool box and they have some memorabilia with it and like some stories and shit, yeah, I'll pay whatever it costs. Hundred dollars, hundred. You know, I'd pay for it. That's okay. just great. Uh, all right, Mike, Devin. Out of these names, all right, of characters that they own currently, uh, give me your top two that you would like to see as the big bad for the next saga of films. All Let's right? hear them. So you got Galactus. The most obvious one on the list, the world eater himself, Galactus. Now Disney and Marvel Studios once again owns the right to the character under the X-Men and Fantastic Four umbrella. Galactus is one of the most likely choices, while Fox had him in Fantastic Four too. That was trash. It was a fucking cloud. Uh, there's yet to be a Monsters <laughs> Live Action representation of the character. It's certainly something to fit in the Marvel Universe. Doctor Doom! Another character that's pretty obvious is Victor Von Doom. Having been in the Fantastic Four movies, Marvel Studios probably isn't going to jump at the chance to put him in the first Fantastic Four movie. Set in the MCU, it's said that the Fargo boasts 
uh, boss Noah Hawley also this. He had a script for a Doctor Doom solo movie, and apparently he talked to uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah, Kevin Feige's probably like, yeah, that's a nice little script you got there, buddy. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're good. Um, Annihilus. Uh, Mike, do you know who Annihilus is? No. So Annihilus is like this fucking, he's like this bug creature. Uh, he was in the Fantastic Four. Uh, I know. Yeah. We, Mike, see, this is how I know Mike don't be reading. This is how I always catch, this is how I always catch Mike in his fucking lies. We saw Annihilus in the Hickman run. Remember when Johnny Storm, they thought he died because he jumped in the other dimension? Let me look up what he looks like. Yeah, see, Mike didn't fucking read. This is what I'm talking about. This is why you're not on the comic book show, Mike. Because you lie. <laughs> you lie well, like a dog. Don't remember all their names. No, you lie. Once upon a time, there was it a rumor like that Ultron. The, the rumor that the fourth Avengers flick was going to be named Avengers Annihilation. Marvel Comics is widely popular cosmic tale sharing the same name, of which stars longtime Fantastic Four foe Annihilus. It was peculiar that Marvel Studios would choose to adopt the storyline without the live action rights of its main character. Now the studio owns the live action rights again. Uh, Avengers Annihilation could happen. I actually think that's a good possibility. I think he could be, like Mike just said, an Ultron. The Supreme Intelligence, Mike. Now that the fans have been introduced to the Supreme Intelligence and Captain Marvel, it's pretty clear that the Kree leader is perfectly capable of being a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, he fucking is. The Carol Danvers solo flick hardly scratched the surface when it came to Hala and the Kree, so the Supreme Intelligence is likely something that will make a return to Captain Marvel's sequel, or better yet, an Avengers team-up flick. Uh, Queen Varenki. Another potential opportunity spinning out of Captain Marvel is the Queen Varenki of the Marvel MCU. She's the ruthless queen of the scrolls. Is someone who could want payback for the previous mistreatment of her race and launch a, dare I say, secret invasion on Earth. Uh, Kang the Conqueror. Chances are there's going to be some time manipulation in one form or another in Avengers Endgame, but the Avengers likely to set, likely set to disrupt the timeline somehow. The time-traveling Kang the Conqueror could have a problem with that and make his way onto the scene as the MCU's next big bad. And lastly, Norman Osborn. Oh. Another character that is a matter of fact, matter of when not long-time Spider-Man foe, Norman. Uh, Norman Osborn had plenty of times where he fucked with the Avengers as well. Um, so, Mike, out of those, who would be your top two? Um, well, the real Galactus, probably. And Doom, honestly. I would like Norman Osborn, though. I didn't even think of him. So you said the first two and the last one. So you didn't pay attention to anything in between. I would like to see King uh, and then maybe Galactus. It depends how they... They're doing great, but um, I think that they those two characters would tie more people into a movie. Because uh, if you have King, King can make another Avengers movie. And um, if you have Galactus... Everybody it could be a Fantastic Four movie, or it could be uh, an Avenger movie as well. So I'm no, no, no. This is saying like who's going to be the next Thanos? Like oh, where all the movies yeah, build up so to. Like him. you would have to. T- everybody would have to team up to to take on Galactus and you know uh, Kang because it's time. So at one point, Doom. I think the next thing is going to be either Secret Invasion or Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret and if Wars. it's Secret Wars, it has to be Doom. Yeah. Has to be God Doom. That would be dope. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Speculation is uh, just that speculation. Um, all right, we'll do two more. Uh, Mike, did you watch the Krypton 2 trailer? Season 2 trailer? Come on, Mike. Yes, don't let me down. I'm glad you didn't let me down. It's a trash Are you going to watch Krypton season 2? No. Show. How do y'all not watch this great fucking show? Brandon is so upset with us on this episode. Because it's a trash ass show. Devin's not watched a single minute of Krypton. I saw some and I was No, you didn't. You haven't seen I single black people minute. and I was like, oh shit, there's black people in this. Yeah, you know who the black person is? General yeah. Zod. Yeah. That's, that's fucking cool as shit. I mean, again, I'm not trash ass show. No, My daddy said it was okay. Yeah. He says okay, but it, like he didn't rave about it. Like he loved the experience and shit like that. Watch the fucking Krypton. It's good. Um, uh, Mortal Kombat movie will take a page from Marvel Studios playbook. Uh oh. Mike, are you excited about a new Mortal Kombat movie? No, not after the last one. I don't care. It was terrible. Yo, it was better than fucking Street Fighter though. Can you fucking admit that shit? Come on, Mike. I, honestly, they both sucked. I don't know what you Mike, guys are really. It was better than Street Fighter. Can you 
get on board with that. They were both horrible. Mike, saying they were both terrible is something we all know. Which was better? I need if you to I say, if I say, if I agree with you, then the next time we get Steph and Charmaine on the show, they're going to know that I betrayed them. I can't do it. I don't so they want to. They want to add some little, some more fun to the film, and so we're also tease what characters to expect in the upcoming film. Not at liberty to completely give it away, but I can certainly say that the original seven are important. Original seven mentioned here are Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Raiden, Kano, Scorpion, and Sub Zero. First game also features Sang Sung Goro and Reptile, uh, though they would become playable in future installments. All ten of these characters appeared in Anderson's Mortal Kombat film in the nineties. Recent reports indicate that other characters outside the original seven may appear in the film, including Jax, uh, and original protagonist named Cole Turner, according to another report. An animated feature may be in development as well. Now, animated Mortal Kombat, that shit will be great. Yo. That should be dope. Every, yeah. And they give them no restrictions on fucking the gore and shit. Oh, I'm, I'm here for that. You can be as ridiculous as possible as you want in that film. Uh, so, yeah. And lastly... Uh, Something close to my heart. This just makes me so warm inside. Marvel unveils Jonathan Hickman's new X-Men projects. So you take my favorite comic book writer, Mm -hmm. and you take my favorite comic book characters, and you put them together, and then you get magic. After Teaser's return to Marvel Comics, the publisher finally announced at C2E2 in Chicago that writer Jonathan Hickman will pen House of X and Powers of X, setting up a new chapter of the X-Men. Pepe Larraz will illustrate House of X and R.B. Silva illustrating Powers of X. Uh, we are excited to have John back with the Marvel family, and we could not have asked for a better creative team to help X usher in the X-Men into a whole new era. While we can't reveal too much about the story just yet, these new stories will redefine the X-Men and their place in the Marvel Universe. This is a historic moment both new and passionate fans won't want to miss. Mike, are you going to finally read something other than Batman when John Hickman's yes. back? I told you, I'm trying to get on more of my Marvel books. All right, all right, we'll see, we'll see. Mike, do you have any other news for us this week? Uh, no one wants to talk about James Gunn. No one wants to talk about Did we talk about James Gunn like last time? Him. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. James Gunn's back. Uh, yeah, he's back. Oh, that was a Facebook thing. Good Facebook thing. Oh, yeah, that was, it was a Facebook thing. thing. We, didn't, yeah. we didn't like actually talk about it. Okay, good for him. He's back. I mean, it's fine with me. <laughs> I don't have an opinion either way. I mean, yeah. I just think all those people who were crying, people try to tell them, shut the fuck up, lay low. He'll be back. James Gunn's not a bad dude. He fucked up. He had to take his punishment. He never complained once. He took his punishment. He left. He stayed quiet. He apologized. He stayed low. He didn't do shit. And Marvel said, uh, the block's not hot anymore. Come on back, brother. And Suicide Squad 2 will be out before then, so they don't even have to have the first film back because Guardians of the Galaxy 3 not come out to after that. So, good for him. What do you think, Mike? I'm, I'm totally in agreement with what, you, with what you said. I like James Gunn. I think the way he handled the situation was the only way that you really can do that. And I'm just glad. I really want to find that that Twitter account, but I forgot what it was called that like quote outed him. And I want to see what they're saying now, <laughs> but I don't yeah. remember what it was called. Well, they're right wing trolls. So they, you know, they don't care. They never cared. They just were mad cause he talked shit about Trump. And so they tried to, you know, so that's what happens when people make arguments in bad faith. You get that. Um, anything else, Mike, Devin? Thank you. What movies we got think, coming out? There's, is there any more superhero movies? Like, well, Shazam will be out in two weeks. Um, I saw it. Yes, Mike. You know, you said that earlier. Um, oh, go see Shazam. We'll have to do a review. It's great. Um, let me see what we got coming out. Uh, what's this? Are March? you going to do a comic book for for Shazam? You gonna yeah, do we're doing book? that the week the movie comes out. Okay. On the Comic Book History 101 podcast. You can check that out on iTunes. But uh, our next episode is going to be recorded this week. We're doing the top five, our top five women superheroes of all time in the comics. Can we get a teaser? Um, Just to, like the names? You don't have to throw any No, order? I'm not telling you the names. Okay. Uh, Storm's on there. Okay, okay. Uh, probably for both of us, I would guess. Um... Yeah, I think, let me see, Avengers comes out next month, 
Godzilla comes out next month. How did you feel about the trailer about Godzilla, Brandon? I mean, I saw more monsters, but I don't know if I'm going to actually see more monsters in the movie. So, I know Mike's excited about Dark Phoenix because that's the type of person he is. Not at all. Why are you lying this whole episode? I know, I know that's what type of person you are. You want to go see that trash shit. Uh, I, I will actually. I will be there. I'm going to sit directly in the middle of the movie I'll theater. I'll see it. If I hear I people clap like they did, I'm going to see it for the show. Uh, if it wasn't for the show, I wouldn't see it though. No, it wasn't for I, I feel like you got to go to a packed movie theater. I mean, uh, I want to see it to see how bad it is, so I can laugh at the stupid shit and other people aren't laughing. Because that shit will make me feel. Yo, like, I am the worst at that didn't shit. Did you I was say laughing. that Apocalypse got an applause in your theater? Yes, it did. So, what are you expecting? Do you really expect people to like? have actual opinions on this movie yes oh yeah you know how many people will go and enjoy did you see, did you see that trash ass trailer yeah they don't care we'll see i mean you i'm going to see it, see it go i want to see it burn alone it's like going to a funeral of somebody you hate just so you can just celebrate <laughs> just like, yes this motherfucker's gone who dark who phoenix yeah what? i know but who who are you talking about specifically no, nobody. The whole franchise. franchise. Oh, well, I thought you mentioned the character. I'm no, sorry. no. The whole fucking franchise. Die and burn. And if they have the fucking goal to have <laughs> an after credit scene on a movie that there's no other movie that's going to come after that because no, New Mutants <laughs> is not coming out, I will fucking lose my shit in that theater. I, they might have like a funny one. I don't know if they'll tease one. Nothing about that trailer said anything funny. Yeah, I know, but I mean, what else are you going to do if you can't have a post-credit scene the, what, Turn, like the say, one you want? thank you for giving us money for trash movies for 20 years. We got over on all of you. Ha, ha, ha. Now maybe you'll get some good X-Men. That should be what the fucking after credit scene is. Um, I don't think that's what it's going to be. That's what it should be. Uh, but make sure that'll do it for us this week. Uh, we're going to have an Us review and a Shazam review sometime this week. Um, go to comic book, uh, go on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, subscribe to Old Man Wayne our new comic book show, Comic Book History 101. Uh, leave us a five star review, it helps us out a lot. We did a history of Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, and Monica Rambeau, and Marvel. If you want to get more history on those background, Marvel is the Cree God. I appreciate you guys for learning that. I learned, I, I learned something, guys. So yeah, if you is. ever want to learn about comic books, please check out Comic Books 101 with Brandon. And old man Wade. It's good stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely check those things out. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of This is the News, and we'll talk to you later.